built a little empire out of some crazy garbage called the blood of the exploited working class. But they've overcome their shyness, now they're calling me your highness, and the world's free. Kiss me, son of God. <laughs> Welcome to The Devils Into Retail, a show for and about the poor unfortunate souls cast into the fiery hell of retail. These are their stories, and while their names have been changed, the hell they inhabited for you was all too real. Later in the show, we'll be hearing from Guillermo about Starbucks, but first, a journey into the hell of the IT department. Okay, so we're talking about Time Warner one of the biggest companies on the planet right now. This has a revenue of $29 billion, a company founded in 1990. $29 billion, that's huge. 26,000 employees. This is the third largest television network on the planet right now. And we're talking with James. Hi, James. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks <laughs> okay. for me. Okay, that's great. So... You were in Time Warner Hell. I was. Why were you sent there? Why did you go to Time Warner Hell? You know, um, I had just moved uh, back to San Diego after a little stint away for college. And I was just looking for a job. And Time Warner had interviewed me and then had an unfortunate incident. My, uh, my dad passed away around uh, that time. Um, so basically I had a job offer on the table for Time Warner and didn't really feel motivated to look for anything else. So I guess right. you could say I was sort of stuck with it. Just stuck with it. Okay. <laughs> so you're stuck there. Did you have anyone that was with you at that point? Were you just going it alone? Just there was no family, no friends. You were just like, here, I'm just in Time Warner just by myself, basically. Well, yeah, I went there alone. We had a we had a training class that we uh, you know, we went through the first like six weeks together. So we were able to build training with six weeks, six weeks. What was that? What do you have to learn in six, like six? That's a long time. It's a month and a half of learning whatever the fuck they're teaching you. Yeah. What are you learning in s six weeks? Well, think about having to learn the intricacies, not only of cable, how everything runs from hubs to nodes back ends infrastructure mm -hmm. um the different equipment cable boxes how to do different troubleshooting and that's just tv we still have to deal with digital telephone and high-speed internet on top of that so so you were basically an it guy that was just over the phone like you had to know everything that the it guy basically knew oh absolutely yeah no yeah we're cross-trained in all three services that they have they're not only uh they're not only television they do um digital phone which is absolutely awful and extremely unreliable <laughs> see um, i've I'll never actually that. had a hardline phone i've only done the cell phone so i've never had to deal with the phone aspect of any kind of service yeah yeah well most most uh, home phones are extremely reliable but 
um, they, at least at the time, this is probably what, four, five, six years ago. Uh, Nothing's changed. It's all yeah. The exact it's probably same. it's probably nothing yeah, changed. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't use the same reliable technology. It's a new digital style. But anyway, they use these modems that periodically fail. So home phone is supposed to be the most reliable thing, and they got these modems that fail more often than your internet will cut out. Right. So think about emergency situations, elderly people, not the best. But service. you don't necessarily have to solve these problems that they have, or do you have to? Because like. A lot of the problems that I've had with Cox, which is a great company, by the way, give me free service. But like, if there's any kind of problem, they usually say like, "Oh, we're gonna send a tech guy out. He's gonna, you know, screw this in or check this thing." Yeah. Do you have to fix it over the phone? Is that like? Well, you try and fix. Is that your number one priority to like, fix it on the phone? Yeah, you want to fix it over. You want to fix it over the phone if you can. Some things you just can't, and you have to send a technician out. But um, yeah, that's the number one priority is to try and fix it over the phone, or at least it was back in the day. They what was management like if you couldn't fix it? Were they were they cool about it? Like, were they evaluating you on how many like fixes necessarily that you could do? Well, they had uh, they had they were able to you know keep track of how many um, trouble calls we had to roll out, right? And so they had different formulas based on you know. They they knew how many if you take this many formulas. Calls. What do you mean? Wait, what's this formula? I well, I don't know exactly how they did it, but let's okay. say, but but they can track how many um, how many calls you take. They can track how many technicians you schedule. So whatever that percentage is, they they know what percentage you should be at, and if that percentage is too high, then they'll train. Give so you, you send too many texts out, you're not doing your job right. Right. Is that basically what it's at? Right. Ah, it's kind of fucked up. In a way. That's kind of... But, like, what if all the problems you can't fix? Like, do they know that with a formula? Like, do they know, like, oh, all of these wires are bad? Um, That's not really your problem, though. Well, they... I mean, they have a hundred and whatever employees doing the exact same thing, taking the exact same calls as you. So if you have one person that's, you know, or, or a small group of people that is consistently higher, law of large numbers would even that out. So they can kind of pick it up, you know, pick up on who's slacking. Okay. Now what wasn't the cu- the customer supposed to know? What wasn't the customer was supposed to know? Yeah. Um, the customer the customer is not supposed to know how much the things really cost. Um, <laughs> of course, because there's markup. Because your company's got to make money. But what I've noticed with most like modems that you have to buy, mm-hmm. it's always double. They're like, oh, you got to buy this 2.0 modem. But you can find it on Amazon for half the price. Right. But they're giving it to you at like a convenience price. I, like, I don't know what the classification is with most things, but it's always... It seems to be like double. Mm-hmm. Um, they, well, they most of the time they actually charge a rental fee. So instead of spending 120 bucks on a modem that can last you two years, they're you're charging you 10 bucks. On so you're spending over that two years, 720. You're spending 240. Okay, that's a good deal. That's a great deal. Yeah, you're getting your money's worth at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they. Were you ever honest with, with someone? Just like, just buy it. Like, just go to Amazon. Just buy it. Like, you're fine. Like, don't don't go through us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had to do that in roundabout ways because our calls were monitored. Okay. Um, how would you go about it in a like? How would you be honest with someone knowing that someone's listening to you? 
Well, that, the, that's, that's a well, tricky situation. Well, the options are, and then you say you can get the modem from us. This is the price. This is the support you'll get with it. Or you can get it your, you know, you can get it yourself. Okay. I don't have a good place to find them, but I'm sure your local retailer is. Uh, oh, you know, we'll have them okay. or something like that. Okay. And, yeah, just kind of let them figure it out for themselves. Now, what about a really pissed off, like unruly, like just aggravated that you can't fix their issue? Because you've, from what I've talked about with you, people have had problems with just not turning shit on, like basic, basic things. How do you deal with them? Are you always level-headed? Are you always just like, God damn it, like this person just doesn't get what I'm talking about right now? Or just... <laughs> um, externally, I'm usually pretty good about keeping my cool and just kind of sitting back and just rolling my eyes back, la, 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 let this guy finish, apologize, move on. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's also it's also fun because the people that get unruly are also the dumbest with technology. Right. And as are most people. I mean, as most are people most, don't understand. As, as are most people, but you're calling a HDMI? What does that even stand for? Like, I don't know what that stands <laughs> for. Like, what? That's crazy. It's crazy talk, right? Yeah, yeah I know. I have bunny ears super, on my television. Yeah, That's it's, basically Yeah, it's super complicated. So you're calling these people that understand the super complicated stuff to get an answer, and we're trying to simplify it for you. And you can't understand what we're trying to do. You just assume it's wrong. And then you question what we're doing. And it's like, hey, buddy, you have no idea what's going on. I'm trying to help you here. Right. And then, so yeah, you just kind of let them do their thing. But with a lot of those people, it's it's fun to kind of turn it back around on them by going over their head again. Right. And then you just make them feel dumb. Just using like technical jargon. Yeah, you just, just like, you, you just gotta get go, like a T1I oh. interface to like... <clears throat> <laughs> coagulate your entire like sound system or something that I've, I've probably used that exact phrase at one <laughs> point or another um but yeah you want like you you want to question us and i'll i'll get into the technical details of it and i'll right. make the guy go um and then just kind of that hey i'm not so dumb Maybe and that's should... satisfying that's oh, sa- yeah that, like when you stump them you're just like haha yeah like, how's that feel Cause it's like not the whole world is broken right now. Right, because it's not like real life where I can just you know give them a look and be like, what "The fuck, don't talk to me like that." <laughs> right. Fucking six eight two forty, I will smash you. <laughs> I don't even but, know what that means, but yes. But, but you know, over the phone, you're representing the company, and of you course. know you can't really do any of that, and you know you, you know you gotta you can't really give give the lip back, so. You know, you just find kind of sly ways to get the upper hand. And Now, what does that teach you about humanity in general? Is humanity a good thing? Are they nice? You know what it's... What, you know what it's... Do they want to learn? Because, like, I feel like with, with, with me as, like, a person, like, when I'm calling tech support and I'm calling with a problem, I'm calling because I want to know the issue and I want to be able to solve it on my own. I want to be able to do this without anyone's help. I want to, like... I want to be able to do this, me. You know, there's actually there's actually a decent amount of people there that are are good people. They're not bitching at us. They're not, um, you know, they're not un- they're not unruly. They're like you. They want to learn. Um, but we're not talking about those people. Um, the what 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 it's really taught me about humanity is, 
you can you can really learn a lot from somebody with how they interact with somebody that's there to kind of serve them right because you'll you because you sort of see both sides you can see somebody that's just cool with you like yeah i understand things happen just i know you're doing your best just you know help me out it's not you like you aren't physically stopping their ability to watch football Right. Like you aren't the cause of it. It's yeah. whatever technical issues are going on. Well, and the people that then the people that realize that and the people that work with you are the people that if I knew them outside of work, I would become friends with or hang out with or of whatever. Course. Of course. But the when you know, the social norms go out the window, the face to face goes out the window, and these people start talking to a representative who's just a representative of a company, not an actual person. And they be- use you as the sounding board for them to well, blast at. Well, not only that, they like you can tell that those people, because they don't have to deal with any consequences. They're just dicks. Like that's just who they are. Oh, you're saying that they just use you. Not to, that they like, use us. Anger not out. that they use us to use our let our anger out, but they don't have to worry about any consequences, so they can let their inner dickishness just, just, dick just go fly. out. Right. And those people are, are just assholes. shitty people those in the people core. Are just assholes. They're just shitty people to the core. And those are the people that you can't trust in real life. Those are the people you don't want to build friendships with. Right. And those, those they're just shitty people. Now, in real life society, they may be able to mask that because somebody might step up to them and punch them in the fucking teeth. Right. A representative at Time Warner can't do that. Of course. So, so do you think the real person, like, who you are at your core is how you deal with customer service. Yeah. Like something you can't see, something you can't deal with. If you're cool with them, then you're a cool person. But if you're an asshole, then you're just an then asshole. Then you're just a fucking asshole. Yep. Okay. I love it. I totally agree. Yep. Would you ever deal with Time Warner being on the outside, having left hell, having been, you know, out of that whole thing, would you still deal with them? Do you think they still have like a good product? Do you think they still deal in a good way? Um, that's a tricky question. Um, if you're comparing them to the other cable companies, I don't think they're any worse. Um, that's okay. like, you know, saying, you know, one STD isn't necessarily worse than another. I don't, I disagree totally. (laughs) Some require cream and some don't. And they're very expensive. Very expensive. Fair enough. Valtrex, if you want to sponsor this company, we will sponsor you. But we're just, we're, we're, we're talking different types of bad here, but... I mean, they're. I mean, they're all. It, they're all kind of shitty, you know. Cox is. Cox is just as shitty. Comcast <laughs> is probably more shitty. So there's you know? nothing that's good. It's all just different levels of shit at that point. Well, as a consumer, their internet's actually good. The cable internet's actually one of the best ways to go. I will do say you, that. Do you have them? As I have Cox. Yeah. Oh, you have Cox. Okay, yeah. you don't. You don't have Time Warner. Well, Time Warner's on this area, but if I lived in a Time Warner area, I would get them for internet only. Really. Oh yeah. Well, okay. there's yeah because I mean just the technology of cable internet alone, regardless of who's, you know, providing it, is basically still going to be the fastest that you're going to get. Has touched your life. Right. I mean, I feel like it shouldn't be any different with like, as far as internet goes, I feel like there should be only one button. It's just like internet. Like the fact that there could be like good internet or bad internet, at least from like a basic point of view, should shouldn't shouldn't even be like a question. It should just be good. Um, okay. 
but I guess that there is difference. Like, I guess that there is different kinds of support. Do you bandwidth think- and uh, bandwidth, the equipment to get the higher speed. There's there's a big uh, difference in price and the, the different technologies and stuff. And that all companies and form to a and certain level. Coming from a coming from an IT standpoint, it's that's not really like feasible um, okay. to just have an internet. Um, although in the future it might be. There are uh, you know some technology guys like I think like Elon Musk or like some of those guys. Oh, are, he's great. Oh uh, yeah, he's I, our new age uh, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's he's the best. That guy's like one of my idols. If I yeah. can have oh, like, he's a, so good. Yeah, he's so um, good. But I I think it's him. He's planning on you know having some sort of like global Wi-Fi thing with uh, with satellites. Yeah, it's awesome. But but the other thing is, is is the internet is more than just being able to connect and go to the web page there's different right. networks and different there's little things that make up the whole thing that people don't there's like actually just, a lot of they just actually... think like oh it's just the internet when it's really this huge like cloud with like duct tape on it that's like keeping the whole thing together and like, zip ties and zip ties that people and don't realize that yep. it's, it's mainly zip ties your internet that you're listening to this on is mainly zip ties yes now, James, do you think you were a good employee of Time Warner? I was a fantastic employee. You were the best? Did you think you brought Time Warner to a new level? Um, well, I didn't really have a position. You can't really do that in a call center. You can't? Really? <laughs> you don't think you can bring it up to a new, like, yeah, we brought this to an 11. Like, I crushed it to the point that, like, no one else can bring this to well, just think about how good a customer service <laughs> rep would have to be for you to call them and be like, suck my you dick. know what, now, my dick now I point. actually think Cox is good. Yeah. yeah. Nobody in the call center is that good. Come on. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. James, thank you so much for talking with us about Time Warner. Thank you, you for awesome. having me. I'm so glad you're out of hell and you're here now and you're doing your thing I am, and it's great. I'm very glad to be out of hell as well. Awesome. And this week's episode is brought to you by Leroy Teddy's Teddy Bear Teddies. Jason, Teddy Bear Teddies. how uncomfortable do you get when you're around an unrelentingly nude teddy bear? Oh, I either have to leave the room or cover the bear's private parts. I find it pretty tasteless to leave unrestrained bears just scattered about. Exactly. It's a gross display of the bear body and leaves nothing to the imagination. Oh, and I love imagining bear bodies, but seeing a completely naked bear takes all the fun out of dreaming what crazy things that fur is holding. <laughs> but I still see my teddy to be provocative. Well, you're in luck, because Leroy Teddy has created something for everyone. Still keeping with the highly sexualized physique of the bear, the teddy bear teddy accentuates the bear's body while still keeping the naughty bits out of plain sight. Made with only the most premium silk lace and stitched together with not one, but two types of Egyptian cotton, the Leroy Teddy's Teddy Bear Teddies will keep the room hot without singeing hairs. Leroy Teddies, Teddy Bear Teddies. Hide those fuzzy teddies. Okay, today we are talking about Starbucks. A Starbucks. company that we've all been to. Thank you, Guillermo. Thank you. It's a company that has a revenue of $16.4 billion. There's over 22,000 different stores in 65 countries. This is a company that has over 191,000 employees. This is one, I mean, this is, this is a big one. This is one that you can be in a Starbucks on the right side of the street, and then across the street, 
on the other on the other side is another Starbucks that has more people than the one that you're in. And your line's already pretty long. you got like 14 people in your store. And you can meet your wife right across the way at the other Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. But she's just taking just as long to get her mocha frappuccino upside down avocado split. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I'm talking right now with Guillermo. And hello. Hello, Guillermo. <laughs> you went to hell. Starbucks was your hell. Yes. Why were you sent to hell? Well, I was sent to hell for many reasons. Mm, many I needed reasons. to uh, needed to do something. Needed to have work. Needed yeah. to find something that was going to be worth my time. Yeah, uh, it really just hurt. boils down to money at that point, right? Everybody else just thinks that Starbucks is one of those companies that is like really great to work for. So, I mean, they, they they look so professional. Everything's so clean. They're making all their drinks so fast and proficiently. I mean, it looks like a great. I, I want to work at Starbucks now. Fast food coffee, sh- coffee shop. Okay. The fast food of coffee. Now, did you go it alone or was there anyone on the staff that you had kind of helping you along? Was there anyone that you had with you? Mm, not really. Got into the... Alone in hell. Alone, alone in, in hell. hell. Okay. Got into it. Uh, they give you a book. They teach you... Excuse me. Mm. No, how, okay. how to make beverages, and they basically just throw you out there to do it when the populace gets crazy. Okay, so they give you a book. So one of the most fascinating well, points they, with anything is the training process. So training process is all done online while you're in the back of the Starbucks. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes, <laughs> when there's people like washing dishes behind you while you're <laughs> on a computer and you're trying to learn exactly how to make beverages it- and you're writing things down. <laughs> Is it multiple choice, or do you have to like fill in the blank? You fill in the blank. You fill in the blank. Yes. You gotta know how many shots go into a mocha frappe latte chino. Okay, enough fart. to make them happy, obviously. Yes, but you know, you you learn the basics of all the beverages, and then you have to understand that all of your consumers are going to have their own little special twist to it. Of course, of yeah, course. they're gonna change things up. Some people want it with soy. Some people want it with almond milk. Yes. Some people want it with coconut milk. Actually, Starbucks does not do almond milk, which is surprising. Yeah, they do soy all day. Yeah. And people try to find ways to get around paying for the soy. What is Go. that? How do you not pay for soy? You just... That's 80 cents extra. I know that because I'm lactose intolerant. You requested extra. And I need extra, that soy. And you do it like after the fact. Like, you, you pay for your beverage, and once it's done, then you go, Oh, I want that with soy. Uh, and then you don't have to pay for it. See, I do that with Mexican restaurants. I do that all the time, actually, because I'll order my food and then I pay for it. And I'm like, can I have chips with that? And they're just like, see, see. As Guillermo, you obviously know that because you've worked in many Mexican restaurants. Yes, many. Many, yeah. That's how I got Now, would you get in trouble with management if you let that slide? Like, how is, like, would corporate know if you're letting people just get soy like under the table not really um they're 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 packed with like everything so if it really comes down to it even if you screw up an order there's no way to keep like real retail value on any of that because screw up an order then Uh you have to give away the beverage and then make it right so either way like your product is slowly dissipating even though it may not be on the computer screen as of how the person ordered it Okay, so you can just basically, like, you really, I mean, you can't really fail unless you really fuck up. And you can. 
You you can fuck up. You you can, especially if you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to know what you were doing? Well, let's just say that they kept me on the register. Okay. How long were you in hell? I was in hell for almost a year. Almost a year you were in hell. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Now, well, what? giving Starbucks, the, the yes. quote that I'd like to use for Starbucks is giving stupid people too many options. Too many. <laughs> That's funny. Now, what weren't you supposed to let customers know? Because there's always, everyone assumes that it's this clean machine that's just running proficiently and that's awesome. But what weren't they supposed to know about? They weren't supposed to know about the secret menu. There's a secret it's menu. It's kind of like in and out there's, there, there's like a secret menu for like other stuff. But I guess in and out would be the same way. You're not supposed to know about it. Like, right. But it's by word of mouth. You figure it out. But with in and out, I mean, it's but, not even that crazy. Like everyone like totes it like, oh, there's a secret menu. It's really like there's like the Flying Dutchman. There's the mustard covered what like the covered meat thing. Well, but there's nothing like that. Like there's like a four by four, but it's not anything that's like. That you have to like open a secret box to get. No, no, not at all. Eh, with Starbucks, they had little things like uh, you buy a bottle of water from Starbucks and they say it goes to like starving kids in indonesia or something those like poor that kids. Those, yeah, yeah, those poor kids yeah we're all about those poor kids yeah they give them like what three cents four five five yeah cents. i mean you still gotta make a profit i mean it's not oh, yeah. all donations they, so your four dollar bottle of water they get five cents per okay bottle. i don't know things like that yeah you probably don't want to tell customers that yeah that would probably be well a little bit crazy but how do you deal with an unruly so customer from them well you you kind of don't really get to deal with them. They just kind of get to spout off and complain and do whatever they want in order for them to get something. Do you have any instances where someone got like... Cause, okay, so if you're just working the cast register, I feel like there's a disconnect between the cast register and where people are getting their drinks. And they're not really yelling at you. They're yelling more at the people making the drinks. There's a small, large... Because you're the money. You're, you're, you're small, just the Small, medium, money. and large, right? Well, whatever Actually, they want to call it. It's tall, venti... Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Basically, you call yourself a tall is a small. Like, a tall definitely sounds bigger than a small. Yes, of course. That does irk you? Really? Of course it does, because that's stupid. (laughs) It's fucking stupid. Okay. Stupid that that your hell is calling it tall, venti, and now they have Trenta. The Trenta, which is only good for two items. The tea. The tea and the iced coffee. And the iced coffee. Okay. Which is still crappy. Really? Well, why why is it crap? It's just more of a good well, thing. It's more of a good thing. It's like ultimate diabetes. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about more of a good thing. But I mean, it's what people want, so you can't really judge them on what they want. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. Uh, you yeah, you're not you're really not no, not supposed no. to. But yes, you can have yourself an extra extra large mocha latte. Now, does that make you view human- humanity as something that's disgusting? I swear, like, half the people don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. What is? But it's on a menu. It is on a menu. Guillermo, but on top of the wall, and they can clearly see they that can they see can have that. a caramel macchiato. Yes, and then they can do whatever they want to it. So yeah. they can modify the hell out of one beverage. They can How take- crazy can you get, though? Like... They could take like, a nice coffee and turn it into a hot coffee if they really took the time. 
<laughs> so give me an iced coffee, but heat it up to 85 degrees. Right. Melt all that ice and then put more ice on top of that. And then <laughs> Yes. So I had, like, had a guy come in one time and the guy was like, I want a, I want a grande coffee in a tall cup. Okay. Yes. So I st- I stood there trying to explain to the guy that a grande coffee would never fit into a tall, <laughs> and he flipped out and he was just like, "No, this is how I get it. This is how it goes. I've done this before. I had to go to the back and I had to talk to the manager and be like." I'm not dealing with this dude anymore. Like, Do you, you think you, you, he was <laughs> just dyslexic and thought he was asking for a tall coffee in a I explained it cup. to him three different ways. The guy was just being an idiot. Now, see, what you should have done is you should have done it and then made it overflow. You should have just poured it into the cup and had it spill out to the like on the counter and just be like, this is what's happening right now. Like You're losing money. Hey, I'm not burning my fingers over some idiot who doesn't know nice. the freaking code yeah, on your like, how are things important. are supposed to be ordered. Absolutely. No, your fingers are very, very important. Would you call that the worst? Yeah, I need those to flip people off. Yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you never spit in anyone's drink. No. Never. No. Because everything's like, see, I feel like that's the cool thing about fast food is everyone's in the back. You don't know what the fuck's happening with your goddamn sandwich. Oh, people are watching you like hawks as you're making the hawks. beverages. They're, they're, every inch, like, what are you doing? You're like getting of- through the process and they're like, no, no, I didn't like it. Like, No, that's not how I wanted it. You've got to re- redo that. <laughs> No, less whipped cream. I wanted only eight ounces of whipped cream, like there was and like, you're clearly doing seven point five. Yeah, no, yeah, there was like one female who would order like a hot chocolate every day, and she wanted it at a precise temperature the entire time. Always at a precise temperature, and it had to be done in this very <laughs> delicate way, where you had to wear like white gloves as you made the beverage. Of course, and of then course. then we'd mess it up, and she'd come in and she'd complain about the fact that it wasn't right because it was too hot this time. <laughs> and then eventually, it got to the point where like nobody could get her beverage right, and then yeah. she'd send her husband in to fix it for her, and her husband would just be like, "I don't know why I'm here. This isn't right. Apparently, can you make it again?" It's like, oh, that's wow. so embarrassing. It's yeah, so embarrassing. and then she tried to stand there and tell you like, oh, you know, no hard feelings. <laughs> it's like, no, you're a fucking moron. Just go home and make your own damn hot chocolate, you stupid bastard female. Now, see, I've, no, ooh, I don't wow. feel like that yeah. about all females. That was a little but aggressive. That got a little aggressive, Guillermo. It's that a little, a little aggressive. It's a little yeah. angry because pretentiousness sucks. Oh, yeah. Clipping. Clipping. Sorry. I'm it's okay. Clip all day. It's clip all day. <laughs> See, now, I've never been the type of person that sends something back. Like, even if I get something that's completely wrong, I'm just like, whatever. Like, if I get, like, if I order a Dr. Pepper and they give me a diet Dr. Pepper, I'm just like, whatever. It's cold. It's bubbly. I can deal, even though I think it's disgusting. That's very simple, though. It's simple, but even if I get like a sandwich and it's like, oh, I wanted mustard, no mayo, or lettuce. One pickle on the side. One pickle on the side. And then I wanted like ham, no turkey. Even if they give it to me with like chicken and and like a whole block of cheese, I'm going to be like, whatever. It's still a fucking sandwich. And I understand where people come from. Kind of, but I've never been able to send anything like ever. I cannot send something back. Ever. It's okay to send something I, back. It's not, Guillermo. But I can't do it. I won't do it. It's within the first few seconds of dealing with a person, uh-huh. you understand exactly how the conversation is going to go down. 
Either they're going to be nice and they're going to be all right about it, or they're going to be dicks and they're going to be like, me and what I want. Right, yeah. because they're paying money. They're paying good... Because Starbucks is expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, it is paying, on the pricier side of the coffee. They are paying money. They could obviously go somewhere else, but they're not going to. No, they can't. They can't. Nope. Because Starbucks is consistent, and that's one of the points of why you go to Starbucks or you go to Subway or you go to McDonald's is you always know exactly what you're getting. You're going to get a caramel macchiato at this temperature in this cup with the same amount of froth. Like, it's always going to be consistent. And if it's not consistent, you fucked up. Yep. Like, and they're gonna, you're the fuck up. They're going to they're gonna bitch about it to all the world. Yes. About how this one particular time... They didn't get their drink exactly yes. how they like it. <laughs> exactly. First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> now, I remember you talking about when you had this job, as far as like some of like the weird quirks of the job is people pouring hot coffee into the trash can. Like they'd like pop the lid off because they want like people that don't say extra room for cream. And instead they just get their regular coffee, and then they pour it into the trash can. Yeah, this sucks for the rest of us who have to deal with those plastic (laughs) bags that are obviously scalding hot coffee that, like, ruins the plastic bag. And so you're dragging it out, like, more than 100 yards away from, like, where your actual Starbucks is. Right. And then you're trying to throw it in the trash, and the bags break open. Did that happen to you? More than once. Really? Easily. What do you do at that point when you, it- you get really angry <laughs> <laughs> and you do not clean up the coffee grounds? Because I've always wondered that I always because like I've poured coffee into the trash, like the little receptacle area thinking like, oh, my God, Starbucks on top of their shit. They have trash bags that are heat resistant. No, people do it all the time, though. No, seriously. Okay, you want room for cream? Yeah, sure, I want room for cream. And then they still fill it to the top. And then you have to dump some out. It's not that you have to dump some out. It's just too hot to drink at the time. And you're in such a hurry because apparently your life is fucking important that you have to leave now. I got to get to Wall Street (laughs) right now. I got to make trades right now. You're able to make your way inside, but you're not able to stick around for another 40 seconds to make sure that your coffee is like warm enough for you to just kind of like sip on it. Right. No, no, no. I'm going to put my cream in. (laughs) I need my sugar. Is there anything else that customers can do on site that kind of like inhibits you? Like if they're pouring coffee into the thing, then it rips the bag open and then you're fucked. But like, that's That's, really the only internal. That's it. Yeah, that's internal. That's that's on the okay. other side. That has nothing to do with the customers. Did you ever have to clean the bathroom? Yes. Because I've had friends. I'm not going to name who these friends are. But what goes on in the bathroom at a Starbucks gets crazy. Because it's such a clean, it's such an open access. They don't ask for a key. They don't ask for a coin. It depends on what Starbucks you're at, honestly. Okay. Uh, and some you, Starbucks, Guillermo. you actually have to put in like a code in order to use the bathroom. Oh, I've never seen that before. Okay. Yep. Okay. So did you ever turn homeless people away from using the bath? Like, did you ever say... I like, never had that problem. The ever. one that the one that I worked at, I never had to deal with that. I did... I worked in, like, the, um, I guess, Asian market? Yeah, we'll call it Asianville in Mexico, because yes. you're Guillermo, so well, obviously... It's, uh, well, Asian the, market. the place that I worked at was a lot closer <laughs> to uh, the Asian market. You had to insert two tostadas, market. and then the door would open, and it's then like... <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> of you course. show them your card and you go through the door. Because there's no janitor. Like you work on like a road. Like Every, yeah, like everybody a works on a rotation. Basis. Yes. So you had to clean the bathroom. Yep. How clean do you make the bathroom though? Are you scrubbing the toilet you, bowl? You are you expect, taking a toothbrush? You expect that your your consumers are clean for the most part. Kind but. of, but you're talking about coffee. Coffee, as we all know, makes but you energized like and shitty. One, it makes yes. you want to <laughs> shit so bad. It makes you want to take the poops all it day. It makes you just want to crap out all those beans. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And yes, uh, some Starbucks actually have like locks on the doors and you actually have to put in like a code to get into them. Right. Depending on what area of the city they're okay, in. Okay, so you put the code in, you're into the bathroom. Have you ever had a destroyed bathroom? Like, are we talking like annihilated? I have on occasion had to tell them I am not messing with this. This really? is disgusting. What this was is, it like? It's not part of the job. It shouldn't be part of the job. They should have somebody special that actually handles that. What like really comes what? To like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about just like a giant dump? Or are we talking like on the walls? Just grossness in general. No, what never had to deal with anything on the walls. Okay, that's good. What do you mean by just grossness, though? Well, just people who leave a mess, like purposely leave a mess. Like, oh, this isn't my house, so I'm going to just trash this bathroom. Right. Okay, like trash it how? Like put it like on like the window, like on well, the like, mirror. Make sure that your shit doesn't like land directly in the trash can, or you don't flush after oh, you leave. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I've yes. never understood. Or you the piss all over flush. the seat because you're too lazy to lift the seat up. That's gonna happen now. If Even you go with to... your foot. I mean, you you're wearing <laughs> shoes, man. Just lift up the freaking lid with your foot. Now, if you have management, close it the same way. What does management say? Is management just like deal with it? Like that's yes, just... of course. Because they don't care. Right. They don't give a fuck. No. No fucks given. No, no, no Fs given. Now, have you ever gone back to hell to buy their products? They have good products. Unfortunately, I have. You have. And um, I've always been like the punk rock anti-Starbucks, but then uh, where I work now, like that is the best way to Mm. receive the caffeine I need to live. Now, are you nicer (laughs) to them having been in hell oh are you kidding that they're in hell and being it's, like that's called customer service you just know exactly how to deal with the people who totally hate their jobs right and you know that these people hate their jobs because all day they get berated with bullshit right uh, i want it this way uh, you didn't do it right <laughs> no you're doing it wrong like yeah and just like the pretentiousness of humans so would you ever send a drink back if you went back to hell, if you were standing there, it depends you on where drink, you are. Honestly, would you? But would you, having been okay, there? Okay, with the Starbucks policy, like if you screw a drink up, you still hand the drink over the counter to them. Right. But it depends on where you are. Let's say you're at an airport and you're at the airport and you screw a drink up. They just go ahead and take the drink. No, all right, I'll drink it. Is basically what's going on with that. Right. And then they have to redo it and they totally give you flack for the fact that they have to redo it. That's how that goes. That, I mean, I would give someone, I mean, unless flack, I don't know. I would hate that. I would hate if someone gave me flack for messing up my order. That's just how it goes. Not everybody gives a shit about customer service. Right. Yeah, no, and I get that. I get that. I totally Some people get that. are just in it because they need to make money. So especially with spots like the airport, you actually have to 
you know, you create your beverage order and if they don't get it right, believe me, they don't care because right. you're not going to take it through TSA anyways. No. Yeah. So it's stuck you there. just suck in it limbo. down and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> now, were you a good employee? Would you say that you made a difference or well, did you just fall in line with all the other demons? Were I did just... my damnedest to try to make a difference. But then when you get people who are trying to order stupid crap that they obviously know they can't get, basically they're trying to create a conversation that is going to put them in a spot where they're going to get a free beverage. Okay. Yes, we know who you are out yes, there. Yes, and we're looking at you right now. Yes, through your window. Guillermo, how would you... Obviously, you quit. You're out of hell. Yes. Congratulations. Well, I'm out of that hell. You're out of that hell. You're in a different type of hell. <laughs> but what, have, what would have been your dream exit? Like, if you could have fantasized about how you would have said F you'd everyone... Honestly, my dream exit actually never had to take place. So... Basically, the boss lady at the Starbucks that I worked for, uh, she eventually just went ahead and let me go, which was great because I was traveling uh, 40 some odd miles to get to this particular job that I had. And the hours that they gave me were not proportionate to the gas money that I would spend driving 40, 40. You were losing money back. just going to yes, this job. Yes, in general. So... When she finally let me go, like she tried to be like super drama about it, and it's like, okay, like okay, you're not here anymore, like, and I'm so sorry, and I'm just like, you're not sorry. Don't even play right now. Yeah. Like, just, just give me whatever I need to do and let me go, because obviously this isn't working for either of us. Right. And I walk out of the building and I go to my car. And then I realize, oh, there's something left inside the building. I had let her, uh, the manager, borrow my uh, label maker because they apparently didn't have a label maker yet. Of course not. Of course Starbucks not. obviously doesn't have things to like label $16 billion, stuff. they can't afford a label maker. Right, right, right. So, Guillermo. So as soon as they walk back into the building and like everybody's staring at me all weird and then I walk to the back and there's like five people back there and obviously she's pulling her drama bit about it. It was so hard and yeah. he's just like, he just wasn't nice about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like, really? And like I scared all of them because I walked back and they were just like, <laughs> oh, what's he going to do? And I'm like, I need my label maker back. They <laughs> <laughs> gave me it back and I'm like, all right, peace out. And I walked out <laughs> and it was just like, the drama BS. And yeah. I mean, most of the people I were working with were like, they were small. What do I mean by small? I mean, like they were young. tiny. They were little tiny people. They were super young and they were totally afraid of, you know, conformity. Right. They, they, they weren't ready to just like, but not you. Wait, I you're out that, here. I now. said that weird. They were all about conformity, so they were willing to do whatever oh, the boss said. <laughs> yeah. They were re ready to jump through hoops and be like thrown into scare tactics that uh -huh. like but not the you. Starbucks was trying to do. And I was not. You were the salmon. You're going anti-establishmentarianism, anti-taco anti legislation. Yeah. Fuck Starbucks. Right, Guillermo? You're out of that hell. The Starbucks is for the fucked. <laughs> and it's then bad for everyone Guillermo. to have. And if you go to Starbucks, be nice. Do not fuck with the peoples that are there to make your coffees. Because they're in hell, and you because don't even know the kind hell of hell that they're no in right now. You have no idea the hell that they have to deal with when Guillermo, it comes to I'm you people. I'm so glad that you're out of hell. You're in a different kind of hell, but you're not in that hell. And I know you're happier not being in that hell. Thank Easily. you for telling us your story. Thank you. And you're awesome. And you're awesome. 
I will touch your wiener all day. And that's hell for this week, at least for us. If someone you know is still there, have mercy. Buy him a drink and give him a hug, because I'm sure they've had a worse week. And if it's you that's still in hell, no, you're not alone. Your struggle is shared, and everyone hopes you get out of hell as quickly as possible. And if you want to share your story with us, write to us at thedevilsintoretail at gmail. Thanks for listening, and be nice to retail. <laughs>